one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Who doesn't love a good video game enemy? You can actually sometimes define a video game franchise by who you're fighting. The lovely Goombas from Super Mario. The howling undead from Dark Souls. It all just fits in place, right? Well, not these guys. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game enemies that were totally out of place. Number 10. Killer Flowers, Unicorns, and Teddy Bears. Diablo 3. Though Diablo 3 is largely jam-packed with hideous, badass monsters with names like Skeleton King, Sand Wasp, and the Herald of Pestilence, the game's famed Whimsyshire level hits a little bit differently. Now, Whimsyshire is effectively an Easter egg level in the game, not too dissimilar to Diablo 2's hilarious secret cow level, an overtly colourful land filled with toys, happy clouds, and sweeties. The enemies, meanwhile, come in the form of unicorns, teddy bears, and pink flowers, which the player can still pound into bloody paste, despite the deceptively cutesy aesthetics on offer. Blizzard reportedly made Whimsyshire as a response to those who felt that Diablo 3's art style was too peppy compared to its darker predecessors, creating as much of an intentional clash with the game's prevailing aesthetic as possible. Number 9. The T-Rex, Tomb Raider The original Tomb Raider was marketed on the strength of its ambitious platforming, exploration and action, as well as the um, rather pokey appeal of protagonist Lara Croft. But the presence of dinosaurs? Not so much. Given that the original game is largely concerned with traversal and intermittent engagements with wild animals, it was a major WTF moment when in the game's third level, The Lost Valley, Lara encounters a ravenous T-Rex. Beyond being totally out of step with the enemies that audiences were primed to expect from the game's advertising, that is, ones that haven't been extinct for 65 million years, the T-Rex also rushes unsuspecting players who stumble upon its habitat, likely scaring the bejesus out of them in the process. This is ultimately just the tip of the iceberg for a game which throws giant mutated abominations at Lara by game's end, but even so, it told players to expect one thing and then delivered something else entirely. I'm not complaining though, as it's pretty brilliant. Number 8. Slapper Final Fantasy VIII the Final Fantasy series' is, 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 is eccentric gallery of enemies is certainly well known at this point in time, but just when you thought that Final Fantasy VII's Hell House, which was a mechanical house-shaped monster, was as weird as it got, its immediate sequel gave us the glorious creation known as The Slapper. In the garden's ice rink, players are able to get into random battles with these seemingly inhuman ice hockey players, which couldn't feel more counter to the fantastical reality-divorced enemies that players have been expected to encounter throughout the series. Sadly, the slappers are easily missed because they're encounter rate is set to be incredibly low, but if you do manage to stumble across them, they're among the most delightfully, unforgettably oddball RPG enemies that you'll likely ever face. Number 7. The Gooter, Halo Reach 
Halo Reach's fourth mission, Nightfall, introduces players to the Guta, a race of gigantic tusk creatures indigenous to the planet Reach, two of which can be seen attacking Covenant troops during the mission. Players can engage with the two beasts that they stumble across, though you'll require a decent heft of firepower to put them down for the count, given their ability to withstand two direct sniper rifle shots to their bloody face. But you know what, these are really like nothing else that we've seen in the Halo franchise prior or since, and their singular and peculiar appearance and minimal presence proved so fast fascinating amongst the fanbase as a result. Curiously, they were originally supposed to appear in numerous levels and in a far greater number, but developmental constraints led to just two appearing in a single level and then never being seen again. It suggests that, if given sufficient time and resources, Bungie would have made Reach teeming with considerably more diverse flora and fauna. Instead, these mesmerizing creatures are outliers who didn't even begin to realize their fleshed-out potential. Number 6. Altered Vending Machine – Control Control's Ore DLC features an achievement called Vending Spree, where players are tasked with hunting down a number of vending machines that have been altered, that is, being imbued with paranatural abilities which causes them to behave unpredictably. And so, in effect, Control allows you to take on a series of cursed vending machines, which, if shot, will begin to glow red and erratically levitate around the area until you finally put them down for the count. Better still, they'll leak a ton of loot and materials around the area for you to hoover up afterwards. Though the achievement itself is actually pretty annoying given that locating the affected vending machines is based entirely on RNG, they're certainly the weirdest altered items on offer in the entire game. Number 5. Giant Roosters – Sekiro Shadows Die Twice Sekiro's Shadows Die Twice and FromSoft games in general are filled with arcane, masterfully designed creatures intended to wow players from start to finish. And then there's the curious case of Sekiro's Giant Rooster, which is exactly what you think it is. For reasons which remain pretty unclear, comically oversized roosters can be found in a few areas of the game, capable of making short work of players early on by performing an aerial strike and ganking them with their talents or straight up just pecking them to death. Though they're not terribly challenging for skilled players, their sheer misplaced presence in this world makes them look like a product of a modder with too much time on their hands rather than an actual in-game enemy, which does go some way to ensure that they're not forgotten by anyone who stumbles across them. Number 4. Armadura – Resident Evil 4 the Resident Evil franchise has basically built its brand on the mantra that no enemy design is too weird, so it's pretty telling that amid all of the parasite-infected villages and mythically large beasts, Resident Evil 4's most unexpected enemy was an infected suit of armor. In the focal castle location where much of the game takes place, Leon will end up facing off against the Armadura, suits of armor which have become possessed by the Last Plagas parasites, and that have, for whatever reason, lost their warm human hosts. The Plagas use their tentacles to manipulate the armor and make the suits attack Leon in a creepily stilted, vaguely human fashion, before their tentacles eventually burst from the head of the suit. There are two versions of this as well, silver and black, both of which are made all the more creepy by how little they seem to fit in with the rest of the monsters encountered throughout the game. Number 3. A Monkey Driving a Backhoe – Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon the Yakuza franchise may be wonderfully weird in even its most normal moments, but the series' is, is, is Rose's is, is gallery generally hasn't strayed too far from an assortment of generic gangster mooks. That is, up until the latest entry in the series, Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon, which put players up against several pieces of construction equipment throughout the game, such as an excavator and a wrecking ball. And then there's even a sub-story where a bow-tie-wearing chimpanzee called Clara commandeers an excavator and attacks the player, triggering surely the most insanely left-field 
real battle in the entire Yakuza saga, well, so far at least. Battering the absolute hell out of a primate-driven excavator sure is, well, something, even for a series that only has got a faint grasp on tangible reality as it is. It is incredible. Number 2. Mushroom People – Dark Souls As strange as Sekiro's confusingly large roosters were, From Software have arguably never outdone the mushroom people from the original Dark Souls. In Dark Root Garden, Ash Lake, and The Great Hollow, players can find these potentially deadly anthropomorphic mushrooms. Though the smaller child variants are relatively harmless and easily felled, hell, you might even call them cute under some circumstances, their parents can deal massive amounts of damage on unsuspecting players with their far-reaching swipes. So don't let their squishy exteriors fool you. Between their ability to quickly kill players and the fact they don't drop anything worthwhile, many players simply prefer to just run past them rather than engage. Though the sparse lore about the Mushroom People has only heightened player interest in them, the game's director Hidetaka Miyazaki offered up perhaps the most alternately illuminating and concerning revelation in a recent interview. After explaining that he's a masochist, a journalist asked him, You want to be killed deep in the forest getting punched by a huge mushroom? To which Miyazaki flatly replied, Yes. Yes. Well, there it is. And number one, the cruel cumber, Dragon Quest. Right, okay, so, um, cucumbers, not deadly. I mean, maybe cats think that they're snakes sometimes, uh, but that's about it. And yet, here we have the Cruel Cumber, which made its inauspicious debut in Dragon Quest IX, and has appeared in each mainline game since because it is a massive legend. The Cruel Cumber is exactly what it sounds like, a bipedal, sentient, spear-wielding vegetable with two creepily piercing eyes and a tongue that hangs out of its gormless mouth. To make matters even stranger, they can't even die with dignity. Upon being defeated, the cruel cumbers will fall on their backs, causing their spears to fly in the air and fatally impale them. It's hilarious enough to be actually a bit sad, but it's still mostly hilarious. RPGs aren't exactly averse to offering up sentient vegetables and plant life, but even so, there's little design logic in a Dragon Quest game having a walking, talking, clumsy-ass cucumber. Even if it does have an awesome name, though. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.